Yer, you awake on the shore of the Donnemark, on the western bank. You cough, you, you cough as water comes out of your mouth. And you gasp for air, and you realize, you know, you, you open your eyes, the sun is shining down on your face. You know, it, it blinds you for a second, you have to squint your eyes and rub them, and slowly let your eyes adjust to the light. And you feel around and just get adjusted to your surroundings and realize you are lying on a bank of gravelly, uh, you know, like a rocky bank of the Donnemark. And you hear the sound of the uh, of the pebbles scratching as you roll around, um, you know, trying to get a feel for your surroundings and look around for your bag and, and feel, you know, you feel around and realize your um, your clothes are uh, were soaked but are now damp after drying out for who knows how long you've been unconscious. Um, but you can definitely tell you're on the western bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said I judging have my, from the position you said I have my bag? So you are looking around. You've taken... Um, okay, uh, we're going to put you at 3 FP. I don't think I'm going to lower HP. I'm not that mean. But you're at three FP, so you're feeling exhausted. You're you're so I'm at three or, or at three. Okay, cool. Um, and you're looking around, and you go to your bag, and you do see your bag is is on uh, uh on the shore, um, stoked. Mm-hmm. And so you 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 look around, you see where your items. Okay, so the you know the 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 bottle that you put the bandages in, mm-hmm. that is not here. Oh, the bottle's in the bag. I yeah. changed things out. Um, then I'll have to look around. Anything that's in the this form right here, if it's under the backpack thing, that means that it's in the bag. If it's under small pouch, it's in small pouch. And if it's okay. in pockets, it's in pockets. You are digging through your bag, and some items, I'll highlight <laughs> them red, mm-hmm. are not in there. Um, the crash kit is missing. And um, some of your food seems to have spilled out of the bag as well, or been soaked to the point that, like, uh, the point of no return. Um. So, so yeah, some the crash kit and some of your food. Okay. Anything else? Five travelers rations. Um. Take your time. I'm actually looking at the the crash kit description right now. I'm pretty sure the crash kit's for like specifically for like it's, surgery. It's uh, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's for it's for treating serious injuries, which is it. It has like sutures and like it's actually so, yeah. In order yeah. to do stitches, yeah, it's just for stitches, and crash shit, kit. stuff like that. So yeah, you 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 feel exhausted. You're looking around. You found your bag. Um, most of your stuff is in it. Something spilled out. Um. Not uh, you know the bag was pretty soaked, but uh, not it, it proved to be pretty waterproof. Nothing really got damaged inside miraculously. And you look out to the river and then see it flowing. You don't see any boats on the river. You don't see any sign of human life around you. Here, all you see is the is is the the western woods and across from you several hundred yards is the other side of the Donnemark with the uh, uh, the eastern shore and you see uh, you know you, you hear some some birds 
uh, a fly from one branch of a tree to another, uh, engaging in a mating ritual. Um, and hear some birds squawking in the distance, and see like uh, a squirrel climbing a tree, but there's not a single sign of human life. Pierre's, uh, he's gonna look around for sure. Um, probably maybe even take his overcoat off and like wrap it around his waist. Um, just to, cause it's really damp. He doesn't really need to be wearing it right now. Um, can I make a IQ roll to try to tell, estimate the hour of day it is right now? Yeah. Um, you, you, you definitely know one day passed while you were on the boat. So it is at least, it is at least, uh, you spent July 10th on the boat. Mm -hmm. So it is currently July 11th. The time of day, um, seems to be around 10 a.m. So, so we still have a lot of time to pass before, um. It gets uh, night. Um, if I look, do I know? If I do know that it's in the morning, I I guess I guess I have a pretty good idea on which direction is south and which direction is north. Like I, I have a good idea for my cardinal yes. directions because it's in the morning. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, if I look south, can I see Penrite like in the distance or not? Nah? You cannot see Penrite in either direction, north or south. Okay, cool. Um... But <coughs> assuming that Jacob was correct, you are south of Penrite. Yeah. If yeah. you'd like, I mean, you can roll area knowledge minus two to try and guesstimate where you are on the map. Uh, area knowledge for House Esther? Yeah. That's what I have. Okay, cool. Cause, well, especially because you grew up in Penrite. 13. So you probably sailed south of Penrite sometimes, especially because you're in the Navy. 10 out of 13. Success of three. Okay. Um... From your experience growing up in Penrite and being in the Navy and spending and, 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 and sailing on the Donnemars <laughs> occasionally uh, with the House Sester of Navy, you're looking for any uh, sign of familiar landmark or anything as well as just, you know, estimating with your knowledge of how quickly ships move and how long you're on the ship and how far you are from Penrite. Um, you estimate that you are anywhere from uh... A hundred to a hundred and fifty miles south of Penrite, which is around from like yeah, you can see my stream. Uh, actually, you're I'll stream it better. You're anywhere from like here to here. Okay. This um, is the general location. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> you fucking need. Uh, can I? Do you want me to make this roll? But what's the estimated time to walk to Penrite? How many days would that be if if I hoofed it to Penrite North? If you're 100 miles <laughs> south, from 100 miles uh, south from Penrite, what's what's your move right now? Um, without the crash kit. Ooh, actually, let me do some calculations. It should be three or four. Probably two and a half to three and a half days. Depending on how fast you hike. Two and a half to three and a half days. That's not too so bad. So a safe estimation would be three uh, three days hiking north to get to Penrite. Honestly, straight up, not a bad plan. I'm going to... Uh, am I standing on... Is there... Is the shore... Is the western shore, like, sand? You're on, uh, you're on, like, a gravelly patch right now. Bet. There's not really sand. It's mostly dirt and gravel. I'm going to take my bandages out of the bottle. <clears throat> um, and I'm mm -hmm. going to... Um, 
it would be foolish to assume I don't have some sort of write writing utensils from the journals and stuff I picked up, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to write uh, a message moving north to Penwright and sign it like dash P for Pierre. And, write, and put that in the bottle instead of the bandages and just leave the bottle here. And be and beside the bottle, uh, I will leave... Uh, I will leave the Pantheon. The Pantheon book. Hopefully that helps. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to start heading north. Um, in hopes to, to see my friends. But Actually, also... I'm going to put you at 8 FP. 8 FP? Yeah. Just so you don't have to spend like 50 minutes resting. Cool. After yeah. waking up. Then yeah, I'll, I'll just start hiking north after leaving the bottle there. Okay. Alright. Good plan. You begin heading north. I was listening to Dune music. I am here now. <laughs> now you're listening to Dune 1984 music. Okay. Tariq. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either. You <laughs> awaken. Okay. They got Emperor. Um, you... <laughs> you are now at 8 FP. 8 FP. Okay, let me open my fucking thing. You awaken and you open your eyes and you see the sun standing above you shining down on you brightly and your eyes are not adjusted to the light from being in the, in the uh, dark cell to being um, um, outside at night you, you your eyes have been adjusted to darkness um, and so you have to like squint and blink and, and, and rub your eyes in order to adjust your eyes to the to the, uh, to the sudden bright light awaking on the shore of the uh, of the Donnemark River you hear the river you you cough and some water comes out of your mouth and uh you 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 feel um your your clothes are uh damp from having been soaked the previous night and there's still the others still stuck to your skin um you feel uh you know thirsty hungry and uh uh, uh very tired and hurt still um, roll, roll HD for me. Success by, uh, wait. Dreaming still in effect? Uh, did, oh yeah, roll nightmares. nightmares as well. Oh, okay, I'll do that. That's the second roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I succeed that, I succeed H I succeed nightmares and I succeed HT by one. So then, uh, you regain one HP. Slowly getting there. <laughs> I have um, one four, maybe. You, 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 uh, uh, um, realize you're in a gravelly patch on the shore of, of the Donnemark, and that you are on the eastern side of, of, of the shore. Judging from the positioning of the sun, it's around 10 in the morning, um, and you're on the eastern side. You look around, and you realize you're, you're sitting. Uh, uh, on the edge of the western woods, and you um, did you have any items with you? The only thing I have is my armor, my mask, and my clothes. Okay. 
Actually, let me copy and paste my the stuff I have into a different area than yeah. my actual things. Yeah, you don't have your bag anymore. But, so, you are feeling, uh, uh, um, you're feeling great in that you're looking around and you, know, you have all of all the stuff on you. You didn't lose any boots or anything. Um, until you, you realize it hits you and your eyes widen and you reach for your face and your oh, fingers no. contact your skin on your face. And you realize you're not wearing your mask anymore. And you look around frantically on, uh, um, on the shore and you cannot see it. It's nowhere here, nowhere to be seen here. That's not ideal. Okay. What, what you do see is Graham lying face down on the shore. His his leg, like his feet, are still in the water. The current still gently flowing into his onto his feet. I instantly kind of hobble over to him and try and shake him awake. Uh, uh you, you shake him awake, and he he instantly he he, he grumbles awake. <laughs> And wakes up and has to remember his eyes and roll over in the dirty gravel patch. And you hear the rocks crackling as he rolls and stretches and begins to try and stand up. As, as you stand to approach him, you realize you are still limping and your leg still hurts with every step. You know, your thigh where you were stabbed. And you limp over to him and help him uh, and, and shake him awake. He's like, Tariq, where, where are we? I don't know. Uh, he, he sighs, and uh, he, he reaches out his hand to have you... Actually, he, he gets up on his own. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait... Dude, look, look at my inventory right now. He still has he still has all of his equipment that he kept on him. Okay. But beyond that, he's lacking everything. And he looks at you and goes, Well, where are the others? I don't know. Uh, and Tariq starts kind of frantically looking around. You can see on the eastern shore, there's you know, like some grassy plains. There's not, uh, it's basically populated with some trees. And then behind you, yeah, that's on the other side of the river, and then behind you is this vast expanse of woodlands that goes as far as you can see. And you stare in, and it just seems like the, the woods... Um, Go on forever. You cannot see an end to the trees, and it's just this endless maze of of woodlands. You see, uh, you see a squirrel climbing up a tree as some as some birds fly from one tree to another. It's okay. I'm trying to think of what I feel like in this situation, Tariq would try and yell for people. But that's also not smart considering. No. I'm gonna make an IQ roll really quick. Okay. Also. You you also don't see anything on the river, by the way. Yeah. Um, Tariq, I just go... Pierre! Junia! Rogue! Like, well, calling out for anyone. Sorry, what? Sure, I got a text. No, you're good. Uh, I just start calling out, like, Pierre! Junia! Rogue! And I'm just, like, trying to get... I'm trying to just call out for anyone to hear me. Alright. Rogue. Jump scare. Jump scare. Grips jump scare. Yeah. Right. I'm actually going to have so much fun listening back to this recording. You. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Awaken. Roke, you awaken. Okay. You. You're. You're. You're at AFP. 
8 FP. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me open my dock. I was not ready. <laughs> okay, my 8 FP. Mm-hmm. Roll HT for me. Missed it by two. You do not heal. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you are on a sandy patch of, of shore. Somewhere on the coast of the Dynamark River. And you, you, you awaken. Your eyes have to adjust to the bright light of the sun shining above you. You rub your eyes groggily. On, I mean, ironically, it's one of the best nights of sleep you've had in a while. <laughs> you think to yourself and laugh. And begin to stretch out and try to stand, with, forgetting that your arms are, in, are, are severely injured. And as you try to stand up with them, they both scream in agony. And you realize you're going to have to try and stand up using them very lightly. And eventually get to your feet. Fjallraven is uh, um, in... Uh, lying in the sandy shore uh, beside you, covered in sand. You have to dig for a little bit and pull it out of the sand. And you stand up and look around and realize you see nothing but the eastern shore across from you, sparsely populated with some trees, and then behind you an endless expanse of the western woods. And then north of you, the Donomar continues. South, it continues as well. You see no signs of human life. No signs of any civilization. Okay. Am I, uh, <laughs> am I alone? I'm alone. There's nobody else near me. Yes, there's no one here. Um. Is there any like forest or woods behind me at all? Any what? Are there? Is there any like? I'm on the edge of Donnemark. Is there any, like, uh, forest areas? Yeah, behind you is an endless expanse of woodlands. A giant forest. You look inside, and it seems like it just stretches on endlessly. I guess I have to choose what to do. <laughs> um. Hmm. It also seems like it's early-ish, pretty early, or er, late in the morning, around 10, 10 a.m. Judging by the position of the sun. I'm going to move into the forest. If that's an option to do. Because I don't want to be on the edge of the water anymore. Just like kind of like on the edge of the forest. Not too deep into it. You um you begin to step into the woods. When you hear a call in the distance. You hear a familiar accent. Calling out. Pierre. Junior, Pierre, Junior, Roke. It sounds distinctly westerly. It sounds like it's coming from, from uh, south of you. I will move south. All right. Jump scare. Gerps jump scare. My ear just started ringing after I did that. I have the soundboard off, so that did nothing to me, Jack. Oh, <laughs> What kind of loser turns the soundboard off? It's so fun. It is so fun. I have it off on my phone, and it's on on my PC. 
Okay. Still, still not acceptable, but okay. Okay. Slightly more acceptable. I'll only remove one character point. Okay. You awaken, Junior Plendon. I. You're in a sandy patch of coast on the Donnemark River. You awaken. The sun is shining above you. In your eyes, you have to you have to squint your eyes and, and blinking and, and and close them and open them and let them slowly adjust to the light of the day. After being so adjusted to the darkness of your cell and the night while swimming in the Donnemark River. Um, Hell. You're feeling Ooh. very groggy. You're at 8 FP. Oh, what, what happened? Your clothes are damp from, the, uh, uh, from being soaked last night. They're still damp. And so you can assume that you've been lying here for hours. How, how am I alive? And oh. your 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 body aches. Roll HT for me. Okay. Uh, Failure by one. <laughs> You do not regain one HP. Um, so you slowly stand and take in your surroundings and adjust to the environment. You see on the other side of the Donnemark is the eastern shore. You've been on the Donnemark many times while hunting and living in the west. You can instantly recognize that you're on the western side. You look around and you see the familiar western woods that you had grown up in and spent most of your life hunting and living in. There's no sign of anybody. There's no sign of any civilization or anything. On the on the shore, you do see your bag. It is, uh, or, or, or a few yards uh, like south of you, you see your bag, and you hike over to it and open it up and uh, uh, dig around inside to see that everything's still there. Your bag is thoroughly soaked, and you see that some items did fall out of the bag. Of which I will figure out now. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> you... You don't have the spyglass. Like, I don't think that was even in your bag. I don't remember, but I remember just picking it up because the guy gave it to me. He gave it to you, but that was like right before the battle would have happened, so you would have had yeah. to run to the captain's quarters, open your bag, put it in your bag. Yeah, no, I, the bag I, I took it, it as it was just on me. Yeah. And on the bag, so it probably So, just... missing from your bag... Um, is your tent. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But logical. And your coin bag. That one's kind of rough. You frantically search around and, and, and cannot find your bag of coins, and you assume that it had fallen out of your bag and sank to the bottom of the Donna Mark somewhere. 
No, no, it's it's on me. I, I said purposely a while ago. I then it had fallen off of your off of your person. Yeah. What <sighs> would you like to do? Ugh. Do I? Um. So there's just the woods right around. Behind you is the endless expanse of the western woods, a thickly populated, or a, a, a forest thickly populated, or densely populated with trees that extends endlessly. Well, you, you see no end to the, this expanse of woodlands. Well, Though it is oddly... Hmm? It, it, it is extraordinarily familiar being back. I don't know if it's necessarily comforting. <laughs> Wouldn't say so. There's a small like nostalgia in it, obviously. Um, are there any trees I noticed that are a bit taller? Yeah, you could try a climb a tree. Yeah, I just scout the area a bit from that there. You find the tallest tree you can find. Roll. Okay, two options. You can find the tallest tree you can find, which will be climbing minus one, or one that is slightly shorter, and it'll just be climbing. Um, let me look at my skill after God, my phone. Yeah. It's a climbing minus one. Let's risk it. Roll climbing minus one. I succeed. You, with some strain, climbed the top of this tree. And... <laughs> You get to the top, and you're looking around, and you, you're, you, you can see you have a good view of the Donnemark so to, to the south and to the north. And you see a familiar sight walking north along the shore. Um, uh, problem is, he's not here. Ah, I see. Hello. Okay. So, you see a familiar sight walking north as you see Pierre walking along the shore, walking northward. Huh. He's uh, probably f uh, 50 yards south of you. Alright. Yeah, roll perception minus two for me. I'll climb down the tree and go back to the coast then. <laughs> so, Pierre, as you're walking north, mm. you know, you're, you're hiking... You know, taking it a bit slow, breathing, uh, you know, still adjusting to having just woken up, and you see pop out of the woods Junia Plundin. As you're walking, you, you see her climbing down a particularly tall tree, and she plops down uh, uh, onto the grass and approaches you. <sighs> thank God you're fu thank God you're safe. Thank God you're alive. I'm <laughs> so happy to see you. I did. I. I, I don't know how I am, quite honestly. I, I just remember passing out in the water. I'd, I'd say, oh, fuck. Pierre runs up to you and, and reaches in for a hug. I, I, I hug him back. Okay, sorry, I was finishing oh. math. I'm at... I, 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 I was... I didn't have words the moment I saw you walking up here. God... I, uh, quite literally, I wasn't sure if any of you had, had made it. I, I just figured I got very lucky. I didn't see any of you anywhere else. <laughs> I I was heading north, though, towards Penrite. Uh, I figure that's where we all start heading. 
because that's uh, the only road, or at least the only main road to where we're going. Right. <coughs> we're hours away by boat. It's gonna take a while. Um, it's not too far. I mean, it should be only two oh, days oh. or so. Do you, well? Do do you have um food, your supplies and such? Yeah, uh, I have plenty of rations for the both of us. Okay. Um, I don't have much I, for uh, camping, but I'm sure we could make do. I I've lost uh, lost a junior. If you want, you can roll a uh, house weller area knowledge minus two to try and get an estimation of where you are. All right, sounds good. No, I got a roll. You're two. lost. You haven't been in this part of the of the Donnemark. Nothing seems familiar to you. Uh, There's no landmarks. I don't think I've been here before. I've always, always stuck more into the mainland and avoided the river. <coughs> I... I guess it wouldn't hurt to go up. Of course not. Then again, it's... it. it... Uh, Jack. Uh-huh? Uh, for... Can I... No. For area knowledge... No. Uh... Or just like general, like thinking about Willer. Do I know if bandits operate in, the, in south of Penright? Yes. Okay. Can you do me a favor, Ivan? Yes. Can you carry ten of my travelers' rations? Sure. Okay. Uh, I lost my tent, so uh, I can actually I can do it quite easily now. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it, they're a half a pound each. Yeah. Okay. So oh, I just shed I just shedded five pounds off me. Um and now I need to get LDS. It's the same amount as how much my tent weighed. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm just I'm I'm optimizing my inventory right now. Um just so I can make it <laughs> make sure we get there on a good Decent. I should probably look at mine as well. <laughs> Are you traveling medium or light? Give me a second. Cause uh, I'm two pounds away from traveling light. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with the other crew. So I'm gonna move Junior down. If okay. you wanna step away or something, I'll call you when you when I need you again. All right. Arik. You call out a few times, and Graham walks up and puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, We should be careful. There's bandits in these woods. Right. Um, yes. And you both, for a few seconds, just look around, around warily. Oh, Where do we go? I'm gonna find anyone. Uh, I guess. Do we just walk the beach? But what if we walk the wrong direction and there? Oh no. <laughs> well, there's two of us. We could go both directions. Well, if should there be bandits nearby, we probably shouldn't do that. Aye, especially in your condition. He looks down at your leg. Right. Your eyes light up when you see behind Graham 
approaching a familiar figure. You see Roke approaching. Roke, as you're walking along the beach, you see Tariq and Graham standing on the shore. Roke is coming from north of you. I call out to them. Tariq, Graham! (laughs) (laughs) I I start stumbling towards Roke. Graham Graham turns around and starts... uh, uh, he puts an arm around Tariq and helps helps him limp towards Roke. And the two of you meet up on the shore. Roke, have you seen anyone else? I haven't yet. Have you? Oh, no. It, no. You heard from the others? I, I, we, ha- we, we just woke up. I, I haven't seen anything. Me, just a few minutes ago as well. We could... We could keep walking the direction you were. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe we'll meet someone else. Maybe, but are you in any condition to walk right now? I I don't think there's much of a choice. We're on the edge of the woods. It doesn't matter what I can do. It's what I have to do. I... I have Graham to help me look up at Graham. Sorry, what did you say? I just said I have Graham to help me. Then I look Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks down. In reference to me walking. Yeah, he gives an assurance smile. Was was there no one... There was anyone the other direction you walked from? No. I just heard someone call in the distance. And I started walking this way. Uh, Okay. Um, We... We were the last to get... Off the boat. So people might be down the direction you were. But that's only if the current carried us the same amount. We've gotten carried quite a bit. Either way, we should probably pick a direction and start walking. Unless if we just want that, they'll stumble into us. Roke, you feel a tingle in your arm as Fjallraven shakes. And you hear a feminine voice whisper in your head north it echoes off of your skull going getting quieter and quieter north 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 some sort of spiritual ancestral voice definitely not of this world um i think we should go north okay let's do that then you need any help walking i i have grim okay stumble in northwards yeah. Um, one second. Tariq? Yes. Roll? Um, roll perception for me. Successive two. You notice that when you were talking with Roke, asking, we talk, asking which way you should go, he stopped for a minute and you saw his eyes widen as he looked down almost shocked at his at his rapier is everything all right with your sword yes i'm very glad i still have it with me i'm glad you have it too i i seem to have lost my mask point to my face which is fully visible <laughs> that's okay there shouldn't be anyone around here and if there is you could just stay back into the forest that's true you begin stumbling north. 
Tariq, you're limping, but Graham, Graham is helping you, and you're uh, you're able to put most of the pressure on your left leg and make. You guys are slowly making your way north. After several minutes of hiking northward, you see a bottle lying on a gravelly patch of shore on uh, 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 on the shore, and inside of the bottle is a piece of paper rolled up. It's standing on the shore. Guess I'll pick it up and open it. You see it scribbled on it in ink. It just says, Going North, P. Signed, P. Roke, Pierre's been here. This is this is his, and I hold up the bottle and the, the letter. <laughs> I guess we should keep going north, then. We sh- I guess we just hope that... We can leave this here and, and hope that Junia might run in. That is probably our best option, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And okay, I, I put I put the message back and put it standing upright. In this moment, also Tariq is fully. Uh, would I remember that Judy is dyslexic? Um. I mean, I think. Sure. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind it. I don't. I don't, okay. I don't think it's out of character. Uh, Tariq will also just try with his good leg to kind of like. Like in like the gravel, just like make an arrow pointing northwards. Like like you know when you just like put your foot in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And you guys begin heading north. The hope Junia isn't south. That would be really. That would be bad. Bad. Would <laughs> <laughs> that be something? She at least has. Has her bag, I think, so she she'd be okay on her own for a little bit. But yeah, I, eyes forward though. Let's let's keep moving northward. Jack, hmm. are we? Um, yeah. We're on the the riverside right now, right? Yep. As we pass um, one of the trees, can I just kind of like cut a arrow pointing the direction we're going? Yeah. To one of the trees. Uh, well, with a rapier. I... No, I. Probably no. Then probably not with a rapier. So no, then you could maybe find a sharp rock. Well, at the same time, I don't think I have enough motivation to do that. Okay. Like we left the bottle. Mm-hmm. And drew an arrow in the in the in the gravel in the sand. Yeah, so I don't think we really have I have enough motivation to do it. Okay, the two of you begin continuing northward. Also worth noting, just for purely character look reasons, because I'm an artist and I'm obsessed with that shit. Uh, this being the most disheveled Tariq has probably been, uh, his hair is not in a bun, and his dreads go past his sh- a little bit. Okay, every you, you both, all three of you look grave. You haven't eaten great recently, you just came out of a battle, two of you are very gravely injured, and you are all feeling tired and weak after your battle with the Donamark, which was right after a battle on the Donamark. You're all, you all look very disheveled and uh, not just hurt physically, but you can see in, in everyone's eyes there is a level of uh, emotional damage and trauma as well. I can't believe that we we somehow made it to shore. I, when, when I started to, I, I thought I wasn't going to wake up again. The life that I've spent as a bandit finally came back to get me. But it was the end. Very glad that your friend had the plan about jumping through the hatch. 
Though I fear it may have separated us a little bit too much. Yeah. Well, it seems that someone up above died. Still at least kicking a little. To be honest, Rogue, I don't... I don't know if I said it worse, Ty, and this might be the the lowest we've reached at so far. Welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah, it's a great welcome to the party. So you guys are, are, are marching north, and you see, eventually, in the distance, Pierre and Junia standing on the shore, talking, and they're also slowly walking northward. And we call Asher. Awa. Awa. Don't make me, don't make me. Don't make me whisper Asher. All three of us. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Can you hear the ringtone, Jack? No. It, it's, uh, it's the Amori... Uh, uh, home for flowers thing. Um, <coughs> okay, so Pierre and Junia, you guys are talking and slowly walking north when, um, at one point you glance behind you at, at a noise and see about a hundred to, you know, like 200 yards south of you. You see three figures what? approaching and judging from the size of them, Particularly the height of Graham, you can tell that they are your three missing party members. Fuck yeah! Pierre! Junior! I'm gonna wave my arms up and down. Over here! Over here! Ugh. We're alive! <clears throat> you give, all meet up. I give, I give Tari a good hug. Junior, a very tight hug back. <laughs> yeah. Fucking God, you okay? I didn't uh, think I was going to wake up again after going out in the waves. I don't think I was expected to. <laughs> you could have told us, Roke, that you had contact with a god. I mean, for all of us to make it, clearly one of us is talking to the Almighty. Can't say I've had any chance with him recently, but maybe he's just looking at my phone my face. <laughs> I certainly think someone up there is watching. <coughs> I mean, I guess we do have God Emperor to wake up. I take it you found the bottle? Yes, we we left it behind in case Junia was behind. Lovely. Uh, I'm glad. Um, well, the uh, the plan... Oh, oh, sorry. Continue. <coughs> no, you're good. You can go. Oh, I was just going to mention <coughs> that uh, Ter has his mask. Doesn't or does? Does not. Does not. Cool. That's <laughs> maskless. Um, shut the. <laughs> Imagine not having goggles. We're going to stop, Ivan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the plan is, as of right now, <clears throat> to head north to Penwright, as was the plan to begin with. <laughs> It was already been right, so it, it's it's not more than a few days uh, hike from here. Yeah. All right then. One worry thing is that I don't know if it's better for us to be in the forest, undercover, or to along the coast where we'd be exposed. I mean, you're from here. I mean, what's what's your what's your gauge on that? Well, the. <laughs> The West, uh, as, 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 as you have seen and experienced, is a bit filled with bandits these days. Well, even when I was younger, it was always like that. I myself, back in the day, never really followed the coast for the simple fact that 
one, it's easy to notice you once you're outside there. And two, it's... Well, I, for one, was I always traveled alone, but I could easily climb trees to figure our way around. So at least at minimum, I'd say we stay stay in the forest, but perhaps stay close to the coast in case to not get lost, especially for a group like ours. Along the tree line, in, in that case? Mm-hmm. Okay. At least stay somewhat hidden. So it's, it's a solid plan. Um... Onwards, then. Alright. Keep your... Keep, you stay on guard, though. There, it's, there's bandits everywhere around here. I'll be right back. Everybody, roll hiking. Assuming everyone took it. Got it. Oh, I haven't, I haven't put the stat in yet, but I was going to. Can I just throw... Yeah. Yo, I got a five. Ugh, fuck. Rogue's ready. Rogue's <laughs> ready. Rogue's the only things that are working are my legs. <laughs> How much does putting a point in do? Um, uh, it should be HD minus P-R- one. P-R- P-E-R- oh, yeah, HD minus one. For like the wrong one. one point, it's HD minus one. Yep. Yeah. Alright, okay. uh, when Jack gets back, I can tell him that I rolled a 17. Failure yeah. by one. Jack rolled a Dang, I'm, I just zoomed ahead of everyone. <laughs> did, did everyone, did it, did anyone yeah, fail? Exactly. I rolled a 17. Everyone except. You rolled a 17. Yeah. Did everyone fail? I got, I missed by one. So. I got a five. <laughs> you all head into the woods. Um. And, and begin to hike. Roke, you are moving at a, at a brisk pace but everyone else is, is is sort of lagging behind they everyone else has been made wary by um you know and hardened by their months or, or over a month of traveling and you're all a bit tired out whereas roke is a bit more energetic um his 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 recent adventures have not been quite as grueling or as long and as you are walking, Pierre, you trip over a rock, or, or over a root of a tree that you did not see. Roll, um, roll dexterity for me. <coughs> Fail by one. <coughs> you land a bit awkwardly, you put your hands out and almost catch yourself, but land a bit awkwardly and sort of twist your wrist a little bit and take one damage. Okay. And you all... Um, Graham, Graham walks okay? over and reaches out a hand to help you up. <coughs> and you continue walking. <clears throat> well, I just remember Tariq's leg is crippled. Yep. Yes, Graham has been helping him walk. Okay, good. Um, you know, actually, taking the crippled leg into consideration, your basic move is going to be lowered by one. Are we at three? I don't know the official rule on that, but... Um, I don't care. Pretty sure we're at three. Then. <laughs> so, what is your basic move right now, Tariq? I think it's five. Yeah, it's five. Including the, the four with the crippled leg? It's four with it. Okay. Is anyone below four? For basic move? I don't think yes. so. No. Okay. Um, where is my basic move? 
the no. basic speed? Or I know Rogue oh, is no, no, not I, below I, 4, no. because that's all six. they have is like a uh, uh, rapier. Six. I got really confused. Yeah, I did, I did the math. I, I'm technically at 3, actually. I'm a medium encumbrance. How much, uh, how much do you get to, to, to light? I... It's been a while since I've actually like, calculated my weight on realizing. I probably should have done that. Mm -hmm. Why is the white skin is as much as sleeping fur? It's uh, it's big pelt. It's a lot. It's a lot of deer. Yeah, I guess. That's a that's a fucking. Because it's full of water. Not full. Actually, it's no longer full because I train keep training the cell. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys are fine with water right now. You're next to a flowing river, abundant with water. Eight, eleven. Oh yeah, everyone does have to eat, by the way, as well. I'm gonna move a food. I eat a. I I eat a ration. Actually, um. I'll, I can remove I'll, one for my inventory. Uh, I'll eat one. Wait, then... do, do you guys have some? No, they don't. Yeah. Rick so has nothing but his armor yeah. and clothes. I'm gonna give ration to Roke, and then you can give one to Grim and. All right. Uh, Sounds good. So, five, <coughs> four, three. One, five, five. So this is. Maybe by eating, you're no longer <laughs> encumbered. I'm encumbered by. Why do you have 10 food down here and then 3 food up here? Because that's the, that's the one uh, Asher gave me to carry. Uh. Uh, if someone takes my <laughs> 8 LBS wine skin, actually, it'd be fine. Or the I sleeping fur. Graham can carry it. Alright, Graham. Fortunately, you have food. like a Graham bunch of open one. guys with nothing in their bag. Wait, how heavy is that? Well, actually, Graham's helping Tariq walk, so maybe Rogue should carry it. How heavy yeah, is it? Uh, 8. 8? <laughs> um... You can carry it in your hand. Yeah, I could be lightly encumbered. Yeah, every yeah. I go to light then. That'd cool, we're all on light. So we're moving at four. I I I rolled a five, Jack. So I don't think I missed it, even if I'm lightly encumbered. Yeah, but so how hiking works <laughs> is everyone in the party has to pass it. Oh, okay. In order to move faster, I mean, unless you want Rogue to hike ahead of everyone and scout ahead, that is an option. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I don't know if it's... We also all move by the... Uh, whoever has the lowest move uh, on their character sheet. So, like, yeah, if, if you're going to move as a party, yeah. If Ivan's was three, we'd all be moving at three move, regardless of whether or not, um, you know, whoever's at five or whatever. <laughs> so, hours pass as you're hiking north. Um, here, would you like to inform everyone how far you are from... Like how how long of a hike? It we already be. I already said that to everyone. A few days. I heard it be a few days. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I just missed it. <coughs> um. <coughs> okay. A few days. Yeah, been surprisingly so. We were we we passed about like around before midday. We were past it. Then we had at least. 12 hours in the boat going down. So, I was on a boat, but we do that by hike instead. <sighs> so all in all, the escapade hopefully added only three days to the to the journey. 
No, hopefully so. Could have been a lot worse. Probably really more like four because you also had to spend a day on the in the brig. <laughs> this is a very long for day. days and all our supplies. Yeah, we just <laughs> lost a lot of our supplies. <laughs> I've lost it's all my money. Not ideal. So you guys are hiking, and eventually, around seven o'clock, nightfall comes. Everyone is uh, down at to three FP now. By the time you guys stop hiking, hot. Hmm. All right. Definitely should take a break here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't know how much more my leg can take today. All mm. right. <laughs> how, how wet is the is the air and all that, Jack? How like humid is it? Uh, why? Two things. There's fire, which is hard to do when it's humid, and two. Uh, I'm not thinking that exactly. <laughs> um, since we don't have tents, the humidity will not impact your ability to make a fire. <laughs> okay. You say humidity impacts your ability to make a shelter. No, it just depends. It, it it changes a bit how you make one, because if it's humid, this is an outdoor almost... fucking boy survival, dude. We we did. The... We, we Gucci. I know. Work. No, I'm just no. curious. Uh, it's it's good to have aeration if it's actually humid because if you, yeah, yeah, you don't want to so. fucking overheat in a box. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it is it is summer, but I mean as as the night comes, especially with the breeze coming off of the river, it's 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 not particularly humid or, or, or hot with the breeze in the night. I'd recommend we walk a bit more inland and then make a fire so it can't be spotted from the river. That'd be smart. Um, I think, Junia, uh, maybe you and Graham go get wood for the fire and me and Ro could try getting um, proper shelter put together. Uh... Alright. Oh, that sounds good. Roke will Come on, be a fairly Roke will be a perceptive body. I don't know what else he's doing, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> Tariq is just me when I was camping. And Tariq will hang out by the campsite. <laughs> Tariq will probably like meditate or something. Not with a not like with a roll, because there's a goal in mind, but more just like as a You know what you right? lost? You lost the golden apple. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night. Good. Now there's truly no reason why that episode needs to exist. <laughs> yeah, you only need to briefly explain that you guys stopped and spent a day repairing the sail. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not opposed to just scrapping that session now. <laughs> um, yeah, Tariq or something because it fills time and religion. Tariq, roll meditation for me. Sure. I have no goal with this. I know. Okay. I just like doing it in case someone rolls a critical success or failure. Uh, success by five. <laughs> you're feeling very... Okay, so Tariq, you're feeling very stressed at the situation. Uh, your party is in a very rough spot right now. And uh, the prophecy was very much in question at the death of Niki. Or, or the unlikely departure of Niki. And even you're even more confused at the arrival of Roke. And 
you you while everyone else is working, you meditate and listen to the distant sounds of the flowing water of the Donnamark and just take in the scenery and the sound of you know crickets chirping in the distance and frogs ribbiting and really focus and and calm yourself and <laughs> you really uh, uh, um you know you really know that this the party has been in tough binds before and has always found a way to survive and that even in the condition that you're at you do feel safe especially with graham around to protect you That's all right nice Pierre and Graham are collecting firewood, I believe, right? What the? Nope. It's Junior no, and it's Junior and Graham. Me and Graham. Or, or, or Graham and Junior, yes. Aye, aye. <laughs> I got that as fucked as I possibly could. Yeah. <laughs> Tariq and, uh, Tariq and Rick are getting firewood right now. Like, yeah, yeah, so Tariq is getting firewood while firewood. Pierre is resting and Graham and Junior are swimming. <laughs> And Roke is fishing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Roke is trading with his sword. <laughs> God. Okay, so Junia and Graham are searching for firewood. Okay, Junia, you have a survival skill, right? I do. In the forest. Woodlands? Oh, fuck yeah! Roll that shit, sister. I was, wait I was waiting for a second I was waiting there. until I could say to use it. Graham does not have a survival skill, so he's just gonna follow you. Hell yeah! I failed terribly. By how much? Like four. Yeah. Or three. Okay, it takes you a while. Oh, well, actually, I realized, nice by the way, you're also going to stop before sunset. It wouldn't make sense to, like, fucking, oh, sun's down. Now we got to in the darkness. Yeah. For, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does take a long time <laughs> for you to be able to find enough firewood to reasonably build a fire that... um. By the time that you've collected enough firewood to, to even begin uh, uh, trying to start it, um, the sun has fully set, and you are all in darkness by the time Junie and Graham return with the firewood. Mm -hmm. Yaren Roke, mm -hmm. do either of you have a survival skill? I have natural. I have one in planes, but this isn't planes. Okay. I don't think, uh, does naturalist, is naturalist a default for survival? Yeah, minus three. Okay, roll naturalist minus three then. Successive one. Okay. Um, yeah, you and Roke, uh, uh work together to build a makeshift shelter for you guys to sleep in. I, you, know, you put together, I... you put together some, some... Um, you know, some some wood and some leaves as a roof, and uh, and some stones as a base, as a foundation, and 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 get whatever leftover equipment you can. To does does anyone have any equipment that could be used, like like bed rolls and whatnot? I have like a I have a blanket. I have a sleeping fur. Okay, yeah. I have a cloak. <laughs> I have armor. <laughs> I have. Well, I do have a cloak as well that I can give. Jack, if you mm -hmm. haven't already, you should just look at my equipment. <laughs> I saw it was very bare. <laughs> I need to go in at some point and edit Graham's inventory as well, because he's fucking... doesn't even have Wardstone anymore. <laughs> yeah, I have new clothes. Armor. Please, please tell me we're going to have Graham just go forge new, take a day and forge a new armor. Yeah, I don't know. Happens. He'll probably go on a little side quest, and, and it'll be great. Actually, I won't have to roleplay him because when we get to Penrite, he'll just go fuck around at a forge the entire time you guys are in Penrite. <laughs> Perfect. 
Um, okay. So, <laughs> who wants to try and start the fire? Uh, yeah, don't you have... Yo, yeah, I actually have a tinderbox, so it's, not, it's yeah. not hard at all. Um, who wants to make the roll? There's a roll for it? What, what roll? It's gonna be like survival plus three. Oh, cool. And then, okay, yeah, I guess do I'll that. do it then. Okay. Well, if it's survival... What is it at? What's your so survival at? It's a 14. Your survival's at 14? Well, no, it'd be 11 plus, 11 plus 3. So I'm actually... I would, high, be, I would be higher on naturalist if, if, it, if it's naturalist plus... Uh, naturalist minus 3 and then add 3. Uh, or add... I, I guess you would add 6 cool. after that. I would be at higher. Fair enough. I rolled a 6, yeah. We're Gucci. Yeah, takes his tinderbox and quickly starts a fire in the darkness and gives light to the darkness of the western woods. And they're all <laughs> sat around a campfire, disheveled. I was, I, was, I was describing to one half of the party earlier, but when you all look around, you realize that in all of your eyes, there is just, like, all of, all of you seem hollow and empty and, and, and um... Really, this is really a, a, a rough moment, and this is not you're not just disheveled physically, or damaged uh, physically, but um, you know it, it seems like hope is dimming, and the uh, uh, everyone is is not just physically damaged, but uh, uh, emotionally and mentally from the recent events are a bit scarred. I miss sneaky times were simpler. I also miss Niki, unless if you didn't say that in character, in which case I say nothing. I say that in character. I miss Niki a lot too. I uh, I miss I miss being well stocked on a on a nice wagon. <laughs> oh, I do miss my cabin we stayed in now. I feel like she she always knew how to lift how to. I don't know, make these moments feel less impossible. Yeah, no. You need to play silent for the element. <coughs> At times, we didn't always feel like a team, but there were times where we did. And for those times that we did, although few in between, it helped quite a bit. So, Rogue, it's better to be... oh. tell us about your old rabble of adventurers that you traveled with. Yes, I want. I want to hear of your your prophecy, your prophecy team. Prophecy team, you say? Doesn't hurt to tell. Um, a long time ago, I was approached by young woman when I was drinking at the bar. She told me she had seen me in a dream that I would be destined to awaken the God Emperor. I went on where four others also out of character I don't have that many details in my backstory so I have to make it <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> okay. Um as you, there were four others. Um, there was Kadri. There was 
Onim. A lovely lady. Um, Jack hit me with a name. <laughs> Evelyn. Evelyn. Um, <laughs> Buford. And Buford. <laughs> That's another Asher name is not just all of my NPCs and locations, but it. Also, <laughs> my backstory Kadri was exceptionally good with being stealthy and had a large assortment of knives and daggers. The lovely lady, Evelyn, was, uh, she was very close and she was very good at singing and bringing up morale. She was also very good with the needle. She could stitch up anyone. Fix their clothes, fix their wounds. She even fixed my boot once. I don't know how. <laughs> um, Onim was fairly quiet, but when we needed him most, he was very good with the sword. And if he didn't have a sword, he would knock out anyone that was even close to him. It's like a furry, flurry, not furry, <laughs> flurry of fist. <laughs> Buford. Strong and tall and very, very stupid. Powerful name. His name was... Anyone knew of him, Buford would scare them out before we even arrived. That's what he said, at least, but I don't think he was telling the truth. But we parted ways not too long ago. How far before I joined up with the bandits. How far did you guys make it? Oh, just to that, uh, in the area where your ship was. What happened? And why'd you part? May I ask? Um. Simply did not work out. The others did not have a will to keep traveling. And so they returned. How odd to meet someone in such a relatable circumstance as ours. We have traveled far and spent much time being the unique soul of any event or group of people. It is the first I've met someone who's been in the exact same position as us. It's, it's truly nice to meet someone like you from an outside perspective, but you already know so much of what it's like to be someone like us yes <laughs> hold on give me a minute anyway um i'm sure you've heard quite a bit um i'm sure you've heard quite a bit of i, I actually I, I don't know how much have you have you have you been told about us our, our group ever since the gray wolf tavern not too much, but I have heard of group traveling with someone with a plague doctor mask and someone with someone that I don't see anyone matching the description of here. Ha! That's we uh, lost her. It's Not a sad story. Very recently, we did. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, when chatting about with the bandits, I learned more about the world outside of our travels. They seem to know quite a bit. Although, I don't think I would like to chat with them ever again. If I may, why banditry? You're set out to be a hero of all of Islandry, and and when it parts ways, you, you turn to swashbuckling? <laughs> swashbuckling, you say. Well, see, after we parted ways with my party, they returned home, and I stayed in the village we had been in. And it turns out there was some bandits there who attacked the village, and I, not expecting to be attacked by bandits, ended up killing a couple. And <coughs> realized there was way too many for me to even, you know, get out of there alive. So I grabbed a few of the dead bandits' belongings, and I put them on myself, and I joined their crew. They had no clue. But... Suppose I didn't find a reason to leave afterwards, as I no longer had anything to do. But I never killed anyone, and never men had the intention to. No family to turn to? My father is dead, and my mother is very sickly. I left her with my aunt before I departed. I don't want to return with the news of her death. I will not. Fair. Very fair. From, uh... You... Sorry. No, no, if you, you, you go. No, you go. You're good. Okay. You believed in the prophecy then. Do you believe in it now? On, on a second... Go? Well... Can't say I'm fully convinced yet, but... Has to be some kind of miracle for us to get out of there alive. Or that guard to believe you so convincingly when you told them they were the prophecy. I believe I in one day believe that as well. <coughs> Rogue. Yes. Your position within this previous prophecy, what were you told? Had anyone ever spoken to you on your journey? I don't know, if, uh, I don't actually know if, if you met at the Grey Wolf, let me ask you that question first. Did you meet at the Grey Wolf Tavern with your, your previous comrades? I did not. It was simply just a bar in my hometown. Um, where was that? Um, <coughs> in the south, how soother? No, but of course, the the town, my the town. Lad. Um, Jack, give me a town name. <laughs> um, the south. Uh. You grew up on the outskirts of one of the ancient city-states. Um, it was on you. You grew up in a small village that had no name on the outskirt of the city-state of, um, of 
Uh... Aldonia. Alba. Alba? Calda. C-A-L-D-A. Calda. <laughs> well, you see, my home village had no name, and it was very small. It was on the outskirts of the city-state, Calta. I see. I, um... I haven't spent much time in the South. I, uh... I, uh, was in the Navy. I spent a lot of time on the water. Um, after that, I, I roamed most of the East, so... I've never, never quite been that towards your territory. How is it? How is it? How is living in the South? It's not too bad. I, uh... Never ventured much out of my village as a child, but... Um... There were some very skilled and very kind people there. I learned... Everything I know about fighting from my uncle. My father was a soldier before he disappeared. What did your uncle do? What was his profession? His trade? Hi. He was a master rapier. Or a master check. Wait, what? Can I insight that? I don't think he's pretty well, sure it's offensive. He was a master <laughs> swordsman. He was a duelist. He was a okay. master duelist. <laughs> the South has a very strong dueling culture, so. Huh. You said nice people. Well, on my part, maybe it's because I'm from outside, but my experience with the Southerners, they always seem so. They always think they always think the other houses are so under them. My experience, maybe it's because I'm a Westerner, but brash yeah. is maybe the word you're looking for. Maybe even entitled. Yes. No, I I'm with Junia on this one. I I found that most places we've traveled, Westerlings have been seen as this rare occasion. But in the South, all I really got was that I was unlucky. I <laughs> I've seen that in my travels as well. It hurts me to know that those are my people, but I can assure you, people from my hometown not venture very far, and we're kind people. I can believe you. A uh, few weeks ago, up in the north, we were traveling uh, down a road, <coughs> and we were attacked by what we thought at the time were bandits. However, <coughs> upon further investigation, these bandits were no bandits at all, in fact. They were Suther assassins sent out specifically for us. Uh, they were giving details of who we are, where we were from. They were given direct orders from the military regime to have our heads. Do you know anything about that? not. I was never really into the politics and the government of the soldiers. But very sorry. I hope it doesn't give you a bad taste when it comes to me. Did you ever experience um, while you were in your quest to complete the prophecy, did you ever experience enemies, people who were looking to defame you, attack you, Yes, actually. Someone very close to me. 
Tell me. Well, it was someone that we met along our travels who bravely injured a few of our party men. Deceived us into thinking he was someone we could trust. And I didn't kill anyone, necessarily. Um, oh, I missed the roll. <laughs> he didn't kill anyone, necessarily. Um, it's not someone we ever expected to attack us. Interesting. So, someone you knew? Yes. Were they a member of your prophecy, so-called? Damn, the back-to-back questions. <laughs> Do I roll again, Jack? Um. For, uh, for what? Sorry? I rolled that <laughs> part. Um. But, by the way, Roke, you couldn't you 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 almost can see it now. Pierre's intentionally cracking down and trying to get more information out of you. Which is why I'm asking if I should roll again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a very sudden harshness whenever he asks follow-up questions. <laughs> Grinia is allowing suspicions because, you know, you're a bandit, though she seems a bit more relaxed than before. He was not a member of our party. Who was he, then? This person? What did they mean to you? We simply met on the road. He was a merchant. Um, he offered us some goods and... We purchased from him, and he asked if we could provide him protection on the way to his next destination. Where did you meet him? When or where? Where. I mean, when is uh, both, preferably. Ooh, um, I'd say just a few days before we arrived at our village, before we departed ways. Um... And I guess uh, you're. I'm guessing that the village was the destination. Yes, indeed. So, let me give this straight. Um, this merchant, you you picked them up and you arrived at this village, which happened to also be the place where your party split off. Yes. Interesting. What was his deal? What did, did you know? Did he have ulterior motives? Was he? Did he live up to his words? He said he'd gravely. What did, what did you say? He'd gravely injured one of you. Yes, gravely injured. <laughs> few of our party members. Was he a bandit? I believe so. Do you think he had any influence on your party's separation? He may have, to be honest, believed that maybe it discouraged them, or they came afraid. It was one of the first times we had encountered something that really shook us 
as a group. You know, Roke, I'm not trying to frighten you, but for your sake, you better hope that you are a member of our prophecy. Most people who end up tagging along, traveling with us, well, one way or another, they don't stick around. And uh, It's not a question, Pierre. He is part of this prophecy. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> well, thank fucking God, because then uh, he probably won't die. And like, how many people have Two, three, the entire crew. So at least we're at least like a good 20 people around us that have died. A moment of silence yeah. for our good friends that we've endangered along the way. I've never died. That's why I usually stuck alone. But yes, they were all great people. Rook, did you ever do anything for, for work or for hobby prior to joining the, the prophecy and, and, and learning under your uncle? Did you have any hobbies, work? Did you go anywhere? I did not. I usually just helped out around the village. <laughs> I was fairly well known around the place. Um, small things like repairing homes or helping out. Um, but most of my time was spent training with my uncle and caring for my mother before I left her in the care of my aunt. It's just, it's, it's part. Your uncle, this, this dueling, uh, this dueling master, you are, from what I saw, exceptionally okay with your rapier. What was the end goal with your uncle? Most common men and most folk heroes, even of their village, especially you who says they've never traveled outside of the village, they don't, they're not crazy with a blade. Most can't even hold one. You see, it has been a long tradition in my family to wield the rapier, to be skilled with it. Um, well, I don't know the tale is true about the weapon's origin. Um, I believe in it. I think it has been become a tradition for my family to pass on the skills. I think if I were ever to have children, I would pass it on to my children. Ah. Myself. But because of my father's death, his brother was the only one who could train me. <coughs> ah, then it makes sense. It's uh, now a tradition. That clears up. Pierre extends a hand across the fire uh, to uh, waiting for you to shake his. Rook responds in kind and shakes his hand. Sorry for interrogating you. I just... I like to get a gauge on the new people that come with us. We are a complicated bunch. And we've had a lot of moments of distrust and... May I say misjudgment of one another. I would like us to be on the same page. If you understand me. How long were you abandoned? Sorry, I. That was a question of mine. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. I would say 
I would say I was with their party for about two or three weeks. Okay. Okay. No, you not years. That's. That's what our prophecies must have aligned quite a bit. I quite. Considering they met him in a uh, in the south, I imagine they took a different route. Mm. Roke. Yes. Sorry for your arms. It's okay. I didn't stab I, your friend in the leg. After I, oh, I, yes. That's okay. I I did. I I was quite worried that you would be Tariq's end. Harvard should have been worried with... about yourself, and Pierre points that Junie is scarring. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been worse. You know that for you know that fact. Been a lot worse than this. <laughs> yes, we've uh, we've all been through uh, a handful of cuts and scrapes. <laughs> Please, we're alive. Ugh. Junior just leans back and just tries to relax a bit. Fucking never can get a single day of rinse, can we, huh? Well, hopefully tonight will be the night. Um, I'll take first watch, and then maybe uh, Graham will switch out with me, and then we'll have a third watchman, probably you, Junior. Pierre, I, I do have a, I have a request for you, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit awkward to ask, but quite honestly, that makes on the ship hit me quite hard and I haven't all this movement I, I still quite an, am in, in a bit of pain from it I don't know if you could like just do a small checkup yeah of course did you um I'm, do you want me to just roll first aid it would be diagnosis diagnosis yeah just well, mostly it's, it's I'm also... asking if I have any broken ribs okay you're trying to diag- like wait, you're trying to diagnose of your back. A major injury for the fucking chest that never got checked out. It wasn't in the chest. He hit your back. He hit- oh! Yeah, back. Broken spine. Paralysis. Crashed, crashed into your shoulder blade. As soon as Pierre diagnoses you with paralysis, it takes effect. <laughs> That's when it appears. Shoulder blade. I need to look up what shoulder blade is. So you know that part of your back that's behind your shoulder? Like the bone? Interesting. Alright. Okay, either way, GM, not Ivan. You want me to roll first aid or diagnosis or neither? I mean, you can roll diagnosis plus four. Okay. Um, right. Or I actually just roll diagnosis. I don't know why I get I, plus four. I pass <laughs> by like yeah. four. Um, you, you, you feel around um and you know uh, um you know asking like hey does this hurt does this hurt yeah and like and like light, lightly poke and then and then whatnot and you eventually find there was a region where the mace smashed into junia's uh left shoulder blade um nothing was broken but the uh, uh the, the muscles are very sore and like uh uh like um you 
uh, uh, like pull up the back <laughs> of her shirt to like analyze, and you see like it's it's very red, and there's like um, it dug through the like, uh, uh, the clothing, like the points of the mace, um, and jabbed in and scratched up the skin, and likely it's likely that the shoulder blade is bruised. But it wasn't like it was shattered or broken or anything. It's just going to be very painful. But with and there's nothing you can do. But with time, it'll heal. You'll be all right, Jenny. You just need some rest. Yeah, <clears throat> you're dehydrated. <laughs> you're dehydrated. Drink water. <laughs> all right. But uh, yeah, just um, me and Graham will take watches throughout the night, and please, everyone, get some good rest. Sounds good. I, I love I'll definitely won't take the first one. <laughs> good night. Good night, good night everybody. Junior. Sleep well. Try. I do not fall asleep. <laughs> oh, I, wait. Um, so you guys go to bed around. Jack. We'll call it eight. Jack. Yeah. After all, insomnia. Roll that shit, brother. So did you fail? Yeah. You fall asleep at you fall asleep at ten. Tariq does not have nightmare disadvantage. Real cool nightmares. Oh god. <laughs> did you did you, do you have nightmares? Mm-hmm. Um Asher, are you prepared to take your headphones off for a second? <coughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> Roke, you spend many a night. You were anxiously um you know, you were a bit anxious and trying to to stay cool, lying to all of your new party members repeatedly. As Pierre sort sort of seemed, you couldn't tell if you if he was catching on to whether or not um, you weren't entirely telling the truth, and or weren't revealing the full truth, and you know, just being asked so much about yourself, and also just the emotional turmoil of so quickly joining another group that's doing exactly what the last group that you joined did, and, you know, you're, you're just sitting at night with all these thoughts in your mind, as well as the fact that you just, um, you know, barely survived an execution, and uh, and a battle, and you just got out of banditry, and so much has happened to you, and you just, you know, most of all, you know, you're, you're just... Um, I mean, I can't tell you how your character is feeling, but um, you are in in w w need of, of rest. But your body will not give it to you, as all these my uh, all these thoughts are swirling through your mind. And eventually, as you fall asleep, hours in, you see Pierre stand sitting by the fire, keeping watch in the woods. You. Um, um, uh, slowly drift into sleep eventually after hours of, try of, of, of trying and as you sleep you enter a dream in which you're walking through the woods with this party around you and you're holding Fjall or even in your hand and you look down and, you, and, you, and you're walking through these very woods in bright day and the sun's shining above you hear birds cawing 
Um, you know, the wind is rustling through the trees, and they're all just in silence, walking. The leaves are crunching underneath your boots, and you hear a laugh, a familiar laugh, as you turn around in horror, and you begin your body, you know, your heart begins to pump, your body begins to be, uh, you, know, you feel warm, and sweat begins to trickle down your forehead as you turn around anxiously and see that Tariq has fallen. With with uh, um, and and blood is pouring bright bright crimson blood is pouring out of his neck which has been slit uh, um, uh, as his body falls and leaves and you rush over to help him and hear the cackling of this this familiar laugh and you turn and see every time you turn another party member falls uh, you know first Tariq then Junia then Pierre then Graham and you're looking around and you see finally standing before you is Kadri smiling at you laughing. And you, f- you, you, you furrow your brow and, uh, in anger and scream as you charge forward with Fjall Raven and, uh, and, and literally jump and thro- hurl your body and the sword at him and stab your, your, uh, the sword into his chest. But suddenly you fall onto your hands and knees in cold snow. And you look up and suddenly you, you, you see your hands are like lying in powdery snow. And you slowly look up and see a range of mountains towering before you, uh, as uh, you know, all as the eye can see. And it's now darkness. It's now night. You see the moon shining above, bright, and you see a per- you know the, the clouds are appear uh, like purple underneath the moon in the darkness, as they seem to be swirling above in some sort of chaotic storm. And you look into the mountains, and you see a series of red eyes open up above at the at the top of the mountain range. Um, and and you, and you see these bright red smiles begin to form under the eyes. And you hear that same feminine voice you heard while you're walking in the wood echo in your mind, screaming, "Save them! Save them! Save them! Save them!" And you're shaken awake. And you see that everyone else is still asleep, except for Pierre keeping watch. Uh, Pierre, you hear Roke shake awake, and he calls out, What do you mean? What do you mean? Lad, I mean that I'm watching. I'm going to stay God. Oh, by the way, it's also it's been like three hours. <laughs> he shakes me out of my daze. Is he awake, or is he like saying it? No, yeah, you do turn over. He, he, he's fully awake. He's breathing. Uh, uh, very quickly, and you see that he's like drenched in a, in a cold sweat. You doing okay, lad? Firmly white knuckling his rapier, the handle of his rapier. You're fine. You're safe. Don't worry. I seen anything yet? No, of course not. I'm guessing that you saw something. And Just a... a dream. Yeah. Bad <laughs> bad dream. Seems so. You want to talk about it? You seem a little distressed. I'm rolling something really first because I've never done this. I need to figure out how I'm doing this. Quick. Turn your bot up, by the way. This is pretty quiet ambience. I had to do. Um. <coughs> self control. Is that HT or? Uh, no. Self control. Uh, uh, what are you? Where, where, for, for what? It's 12. It's 12. 12? Uh, assuming, yeah, yeah, that's 12. Okay. So, 
failure, but uh, as a negative two, if there's two choices, so it's failure. No. Yes, that's what it says. Oh, is that what it says? Make self-control roll. Modified by the downward, modified downward by the number of alternatives. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's minus two. Yep. You're right. You're <laughs> less. I have to say. Jumbo fuck three equal. Okay. Um. So you asked if I wanted to talk about it. Yes. Spear. Okay. My friend, I have to say I have not been quite honest with you. That's okay. I'm usually not honest myself. See, there was no merchant, and person who injured our party members was one of our party members. And it disbanded after that because he disappeared. Which one of them, uh, which one of them was it? It's Kadri. Alright. And were you, were you close with them? We're all very close with each other, yes. That's a shame. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. It's all right. <coughs> How are you faring after it? I have to say, it does keep me up at night sometimes. A lot of things um, keep me awake at night, and it's uh, it's good. It's 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 good to have something to talk about. It's good to have something to ponder about. I'm I'm happy that you're willing to share, and. Um, don't worry if you need to take time with things. Things take time in general. Um, but I'm happy to be here for when you need to talk about something. Because we all do. One point or another. Thank you, my friend. <coughs> um... You're welcome to head back to sleep. Uh, night's been quiet. Thank you. And Roke. Yes? Uh, here takes off a ring that he's been wearing um, and hands it to you. I'd like you to keep that as collateral. If you will. I'd feel better with it in your position. Roke. Yes. Pierre, you see Roke's sun eyes suddenly widen. You un... Roke, you... Here, actually. Did you hear that? Pierre didn't. I, I deafened him. <laughs> I did not hear a thing, my lad. You deafened him again, Jack. Can I deafen him again? Yeah, uh, I have sure. to ask you. <laughs> My friend, mm -hmm. I advised drawing your weapon. Pierre reaches into his sheath. His hands kind of nervously touch the hilt of his dagger before unsheathing it. What? I swear, I just heard someone in the woods. Which direction? Behind you. Uh, Pierre, like, nervously stumbles behind himself. 
looking like his head scanning the tree line. I, I, I don't see a thing. You're both looking in the distance in the woods. You don't see anything in the darkness. And don't hear any movement. At least for a, a little while. Roke, are, are you entirely positive you heard something? I'm positive, my friend. How far? Uh, should I roll for that, Jack? No, I told you. No, I, I... That's part of it. Okay. I would say about 20 yards or so. Pierre uh, reaches into his bag that's lying near, like, the stone he's been sitting on, and he gets a torch. He lights one, hands it to you, and then lights another, and he carries it in his offhand. And he is going to approach the kind of range of 20 yards in the direction that Roke was pointing to. Roke will also approach behind Pierre. As you slowly walk, you take like three steps, and from behind a tree <coughs> appears a man holding a dagger. 